Welcome back to New Rockstars, I'm Eric Voss, and Avengers Endgame's digital release is squeezing out easter eggs faster than that spider that laid eggs in my ear. I didn't get superpowers unless you count insomnia. But the other reason I got spiders on the brain is the latest and most interesting easter egg people have spotted in the final minutes of their Endgame rewatches. A possible Gwen Stacy cameo at Peter Parker's high school pink backpack. Blonde hair, web pattern, skirt. Looked directly in the camera and said, I am Spider-Gwen. Made up that last one, but still pretty close to a dead ringer. Now, this has not been confirmed and probably won't be. But between this little cameo and other missable clues in Spider-Man Far From Home, Marvel could still have plans for Gwen Stacy to play a role in Peter Parker's story in the third Spider-Man film, be it titled Homewrecks, Hometown Hero, Homesick, no homo? Well, probably not that last one because this new Spider-Man cast seems pretty open-minded. Hold on to those butts because I'm diving deep to explain why this extra who wore her favorite Hot Topic skirt is now the most important person of all time. Spoiler warning in case unhinged speculation accidentally stumbles into accurate predictions and that triggers future you. So let's talk about maybe Gwen here. Yes, that web pattern skirt is quite the fashion statement in an MCU film that is littered with meaningful Easter eggs. But as of this moment, this person is not Gwen Stacy. Her skirt and hair color could be a reference to the character, but Gwen Stacy, of course, does not appear anywhere in the Avengers Endgame credits. There's not even anything like blonde Midtown High School student with potential chemistry to Tom Holland in a future movie. The character of Gwen Stacy, along with pretty much all of Spider-Man supporting characters and villains, is a property of Sony Studios. Marvel Studios co-produces the MCU Spider-Man films, Homecoming Far From Home, with Sony as part of a special deal that they've negotiated, which allows Peter Parker and some other characters to also appear in other MCU movies like Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgore. So for Gwen Stacy to show up in Endgame, that would require a huge negotiation between Marvel and Sony, and for whatever Marvel would have to pay for the rights to show Gwen Stacy in their movie, I think they'd want to get a little more out of this little cameo than this. They'd want a big cameo. It's hard to determine who this actress even is. Going off of IMDb, which is not the most legit source, you can see some actors crediting themselves on the movie as Midtown High student or just student. Some kind of resemble this maybe Gwen here. Also, there's just some logic issues here. In the comics, Gwen Stacy was initially introduced as a classmate of Peter Parker in college at Empire State University, not back in high school. And then there's the alternate universe, Earth-65, where Gwen Stacy becomes Spider-Gwen after Peter becomes that universe's version of the lizard and dies. And then you'll remember Gwen Stacy showing up in Into the Spider-Verse as a classmate of Miles Morales at the Brooklyn Visions Academy in Earth-1610. There's just a lot to work out. Either way, if Gwen Stacy did have spider powers here, it would be pretty dumb for her to walk around in a spiderweb skirt. It'd be like if Peter Parker had a pet tarantula. Not smart if you're trying to stay discreet. So I think we are just looking at one of the many Spider-Man fans who attend Peter's school, much like our boy Flash Thompson. Now, that said, I could totally see a future Spider-Man movie introducing Gwen Stacy in some new way and then going back to retcon this moment as an example of her already existing in the MCU. Kind of like when Kevin Feige suggested that that kid in the Iron Man mask that Tony Stark saved in Iron Man 2 was actually a young Peter Parker. But this leads to the question of why would Gwen Stacy need to be introduced? Doesn't Peter already have a girlfriend with MJ and an arguably even more intimate soulmate connection with Ned? Yes, but in the ending of Spider-Man Far From Home and another spoiler warning if you're an idiot still sticking with this despite not seeing that movie yet, Peter Parker was 
outed as Spider-Man, with J. Jonah Jameson playing Mysterio's doctored video and framing Peter Parker. So now that Peter has been exposed, those closest to him might have to distance themselves. MJ, Ned, Aunt May, anyone who was previously openly friendly with Peter, who would now be under public scrutiny and possible criminal investigation since they had been aiding and abetting that PUBLIC MENACE SPIDER-MAN! That could force Peter to turn to new relationships, new friends, new something mores. Previously relative nobodies with less heat on them, like Gwen Gustacy, that girl in the web skirt Peter never gave a second glance. And probably recast as someone more famous, no offense to the extra on that endgame set. Peter's time off-grid might also lead him to other figures like Flash Thompson. If you watched Far From Home closely, you might have noticed that Flash is clearly being set up to play a greater role in the next film. On the tour bus, Peter's Edith glasses revealed Flash texting his mother that he hadn't heard from her or father in days. And then at the end of the film, Flash looked super dejected when his parents did not pick him up at the airport. Now, you could just read into this stuff as like a running side joke, a kind of mean-spirited, sad side joke. But it has led to some speculation that Flash could end up being a Harry Osborn-type figure a wealthy companion to Peter Parker who ends up taking a villainous turn. Others have pointed out that in some versions of the Venom comics, Flash Thompson does take on the symbiote himself, with people thinking that this Flash could set up a Venom crossover. Like maybe his mom was missing because she was busy working for worst boss ever Carlton Drake at the Life Foundation. Flash actor Tony Rivolori joked with friends at a private far from home screening about his future role. Why aren't you the supervillain? Because we're waiting for the next one. Yeah, that one was probably a joke, but Flash's bigger role in the third movie could be another companion to off-the-grid Peter Parker, a Spider-Man superfan who publicly never really got along with that loser Peter Parker, but now that Flash knows the two are the same, could maintain deniability while secretly using his means to help Peter. Or if you believe that Venom crossover theory, maybe there's an emotionally broken Flash who finds companionship with the fugitive Peter Parker after Flash's mother literally took her work home with her, with Peter struggling to clear his name, and Flash disrupting that with a dangerous toxic symbiote that threatens to infect Peter as well. Look folks, it's not too crazy to consider Flash being used to bring in elements like Venom or Harry Osborn storylines, considering these Spider-Man movies have already established crossovers like J. Jonah Jameson, Miles Morales, and Prowler, and perhaps now Gwen Stacy. How do you think Spider-Gwen should be introduced into the MCU, and would you rather Spider-Man 3 bring in the Sinister Six or Venom? Comment down below with your thoughts, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at EABoss, and subscribe to New Rockstars for breakdowns and theories about everything Marvel. Thank you for joining me, and a word to the wise, if you ever get a gig as an extra on any Marvel movie, be sure to dress up as your favorite currently uncasted superhero, like a Reed Richards 4 shirt, some Wolverine sideburns, maybe a backpack with extendable Doc Ock arms. Seriously, whatever you can get away with, because we will make you a star!